The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels and welcome to Visions in Sound. And for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions in Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 45 of 2020 and show number 1046 if you are keeping track that way. Well, this week we head into Bond Month, or at least we were supposed to be. Originally, No Time to Die was supposed to come out this month, but due to COVID-19 and, well, 2020 being 2020, that film got moved to April 2021. So, while my plans to make this Bond month have not changed, they have been modified for two reasons. Of course, the aforementioned moving of No Time to Die, and the second being the passing of Sean Connery on October 31st. Now, joining me all the way from Ramsgate, England, this morning is co-host Jason Drury. Glad to have you here, Jason. Yes. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. All glad right. To glad, glad to be here as always. Well, I am glad to have you here all the way from wonderful. Is it sunny yet? Not yet, I don't think. It's pitch black. <laughs> okay. So it's still dark over there. Okay. A, a little chilly. Roundscape England. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So, uh, so Sean Connery is, for many people, the only James Bond. He was reluctant to commit to the film series, but understood that, that if the film succeeded, his career would greatly benefit. He played 007 in the first five Bond films, Dr. No, From Russia With Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, and he appeared again as Bond in Diamonds Are Forever. And this is the controversy I mentioned, Jason. And while you're, while there is controversy on this one, never say never again in 1983. I've had conversations with several people 
over the past little while, including who I would consider a, 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 a bond aficionado, uh, my brother-in-law, he spoke to me, uh, we, we spoke about never say never again. And I'm going to ask someone uh, who's, who lives in Britain is never say never again, an official bond film. Good answer to that. The answer to that is no, it isn't. Okay. <laughs> it, is a, it is a remake. It's a remake of Thunderball. Where the producer Kevin McClory was trying to cash in on his rights, and he wanted to do a some sort of uh, rogue Bond film against the, the producer Kirby Broccoli and Co. Who were doing at the same time Octopussy. So, in my opinion. It is not an official Bond film. Okay, well... I know Sean Connery's okay in it, but to me, it is not... A, the official Bond film at the time was Octopussy, which more was the official James Bond. Right. Okay, well, now with uh, with that controversy, and, and it's something I will ask uh, if uh, if you're on the, the feed tonight, and we've got a few people on the feed tonight, uh, let me know. Is uh, Never Say Never Again considered an official James Bond film in your eyes? I don't think it is. Uh, it's too out there for me in, in a lot of cases. It's Thunderball, but it's also just a little bit off, we'll say, in, in its approach to James Bond. In any case, Connery uh, was reluctant, as I said, to, to commit to this film series. Now, Connery's selection for the role of James Bond owed a lot to Dana Bro- uh, Broccoli, who was uh, producer Albert Cubby Brocco- Bro- uh, Broccoli's... Who, who was his is his wife, uh, who is reputed to have been instrumental in persuading her husband that Connery was the right man. Now, Ian Fleming originally doubted Connery's casting, saying he's not what I envisioned for of James Bond Bond looks, and I'm looking for Commander Bond, not an overgrown stuntman. Adding that Connery, muscular six two and a Scot, was unrefined. Fleming's girlfriend Blanche Blackwell all told him Connery had the, re- the requisite sexual charisma, and Fleming changed his mind after, su- after the successful Dr. No premiere. He was so impressed, he wrote Connery's heritage into the character in his 1964 novel You Only Live Twice. Fleming wrote that Bond's father was Scottish from Glencoe in the Scottish Highlands. Connery's portrayal of Bond owes much to the stylistic tutelage from director Terence Young which helped him polish him while using his physical grace and presence for action. Lois Maxwell, who played uh, Mrs. Money or Miss Moneypenny rather, ooh, not Mrs. Miss Moneypenny, related related that Terence took Sean under his wing. He took him to dinner, showed him how to walk, how to talk, even how to eat. The tutoring was successful. Connery received thousands of fan mail letters a week after Dr. No's opening, and he became a major sex, sex symbol in film. Now, while I grew up with Roger Moore as my James Bond, I later grew to know Connery, finding him actually to be the better Bond. Now, first up on the show is the score to the 1962 film Dr. No. James Bond is Britain's top agent on his first exciting mission on film to solve the murderous, mysterious rather, murder of a fellow agent. The task sends him to Jamaica, where he joins forces with Quarrel and a loyal and a loyal CIA agent Felix Leiter, 
while dodging tarantulas, fire-breathing dragons, and a trio of assassins known as the Three Blind Mice. Bond meets up with the beautiful Honey Rider and goes face-to-face with the evil Dr. No. The music here was written by Monty Norman and John Barry and was released on the Capitol Records label. So here is some music to kick off Dr. No. the moon underneath the mango tree me honey and me we plan marry soon mango banana and tangerine Sugar and ackee and cocoa bean When we get married we make them grow And nine little child in a row 
Underneath the mango tree, me honey and me come watch for the moon. Underneath the mango tree, me honey and me we plan marry soon. Underneath the mango tree, underneath the mango tree, underneath the mango tree, underneath the mango tree.
from the 1962 film Dr. No that's and I stand corrected by the way uh just Monty Norman who did the music on this it's not an, un, an unusual mistake um Jan, John Barry did eventually move on to do the James Bond scores but it was just Monty Norman that did the music for the very first film so welcome back to Visions and Sound. If you are interested in any of the vi- film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am also on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. Or if you really want uh, uh, to try, you can also try me on Apple Podcasts. That's uh, just type in Visions in Sound into your search engine on iTunes and or Apple Music, depending on where you want to go and look for me under podcasts. You never know what you might find. In any case, welcome back to the show. Uh, Joining me all the way from Ramsgate, England is Jason Drury. James Bond in his own mind, perhaps. Yes, well. (laughs) <laughs> shaken the lot of time I've shaken been, but not, not, not as sturdy as they used to be yes in any case welcome back as we're, we are celebrating the bond films of sean connery now next up and they really they really churned these out i didn't realize how many how how many they how quickly they turned out these films next up is the score to the 1963 film only a only less than a year later uh film of russia with from russia with love James Bond is on the search for a Russian decoding machine known as Lektor before the evil Spectre organization discovers it. While being romantically linked with 
Russian girl Tatiana Romanov Bond sneaks his way around Istanbul while each Spectre agent tries to pick him off, including the overpowering Donald Red Giant, or Grant rather, and ex-KGB agent Rosa Kleb, who knows all the tricks in the book. Now, the music here was now written by John Barry and was released, in this case, on Capitol Records. So here is some music from, from Russia, with love.
Russia with love I fly to you Much wiser since my goodbye to you I've traveled the world to learn I must return from Russia with love I've seen places faces and smiled for a moment but oh you haunted me so still my tongue tied young pride would not let my love for you show in case you'd say no to Russia I flew but there and then I suddenly knew you'd care again to you from Russia with
little bit of music from the 1963 film From Russia with Love. That's music by John Barry. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I'm also on the Twitter at visionsound, or you can try my website, visionsinsound.ca. Go on my store. Check out my stuff. Be stylish this Christmas. And it's coming up pretty soon, sooner than you think. And also, you can also go on to um, Apple Podcasts. Just type in Visions and Sound into the search engine in iTunes or Apple Music and find me under Podcasts. So, welcome back to the show. As this week, we are celebrating the music of the James Bond films that featured Sean Connery. Now, again, Sean Connery for me was kind of a acquired taste through, uh, uh, through James Bond. I was not, he was not the first bond that I saw my, again, as I mentioned earlier, my first bond was Roger Moore and I grew up a little bit more with Roger Moore, but I appreciated this other, this other guy who played James Bond and over the years, um, very much grew to like his portrayal of James Bond even more than Moore's. And, you know, I will, and a lot of people will say, and, um, I don't know, Jason, what is your experience? You live over in the, you live over in, in, in the country. So your, your take on this would probably be a little bit better than mine. It was, I think Roger Moore once said that uh, Sean Connery was the fighter and Roger Moore was the lover, I think, as far as James Bond was concerned. Yeah, I can see that. Knowing with the uh, betrayals, you can see that. But I remember seeing the, the 1960 Bond films when I was young, younger. So first person, I, when, when Roger Moore films were in the cinema, I was, I was watching Sean Connery on television. And he was... He, he was... He really did correct the role so well. He was, for a lot of people, still the definitive James Bond. Yes. And I can understand that because he, and this was an actor who, he he really used the role to really hone his craft because of the film, because during the Bond's, when Tommy was playing James Bond, he was still having very interesting roles away from Bond and making sure they were different mm-hmm. to the roles different to James Bond, based on the right, like Daniel Craig, it's done over the years. I think, and uh, maybe maybe Pierce Brosnan, you know, because in between when Bond films were going on, he was doing films like Marnie. Yeah. And uh, and, and there was also a, a film we did, I think, before James Bond, called, and also, also in between the time, a film called The Hill, was did a lament, which is very well, very well acclaimed. So, the, so in a way, James Bond helped Connery was aware how important James Bond was of his career, even though it didn't want to be typecast as James Bond. And he wanted people to know that he was a an actor who could also act as well as do all the James Bond stuff. And exactly. It really, was very important to his career. But he was, he, he, even though he kind of like resented it towards him at certain times, he admitted to himself and everybody that he knew how important James Bond was for his career. And... Uh, and and he was told at the time when he, when he got the Robert to know how important James Bond could be in his career, and it turned out to be, be the case. Yep, for sure. Well, next up is the 1964 film. And again, they were really made these in rapid succession. I'm I'm really shocked. 
Uh, next up on the show is 1964 film Goldfinger. James Bond is back, and his next mission takes him to Fort Knox, where Auric Goldfinger and his henchmen are planning to raid Fort Knox and obliterate the world economy. To save the world... to talk? No, Mr. Bond, you expect you to die! <laughs> so Bond will need to become friends with Goldfinger, dodge killer hats, and avoid Goldfinger's personal pilot, the sexy pushy... Pushy? No, not pushy galore. Pushy. No, pussy galore. Was it that pushy? Yes. The music here was written again by John Barry and was released on the Capitol Records label. So here is some music from Goldfinger.
incredible savings during Ashley Home Store's anniversary sale. Save up to 55% store-wide. Save 20% on sofas and sectionals, 30% on dining and bedroom sets, 35% on rugs, wall art, and home decor. Plus, all mattress and motion foundations are up to 55% off. Receive free Ashley Rewards dollars with every purchase. Save on stylish, quality furniture that's just right for any room in your home. Ashley Home Store's anniversary sale on now in Guelph, Brantford, and Cambridge. Don't miss it. Adrian's Water Softeners continue to serve our community. From new water softeners and drinking water systems to in-home repairs with care to all health and safety precautions, they're ready to help. For more information, visit adrianswatersofteners.com. 98.5 CKWR, Real Radio. And with a little bit of music from the James Bond film Goldfinger. That's music, of course, by John Barry just before our break. If you are interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound@gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I'm also on the Twitter at visionsound, or you can try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. And I'm also on Apple Podcasts. Go on my on my store and check out some of the stylish clothing that you can pick up. Not not just clothing. You can pick up masks. You can pick up stickers. You can pick up mugs. That sort of thing for all for the holidays. I'd love to. Be, I'd love to see a lot of people around here wearing my stuff. <laughs> wearing my logo. In fact, I'm wearing my logo right now. Uh, and it's it's very stylish and very warm, by the way. In any case, welcome back to the show as we're celebrating the celebrating the Bond films of Sean Connery as he passed away on October 31st. Well, next up is music from the 1965 film Thunderball. James Bond continues on his fourth mission with his aim to recover two stolen warheads. They have been taken by the evil Spectre organization. The world is held hostage and Bond heads to Nassau, as you do, in the Bahamas. Here, he meets the beautiful Domino and is forced into a thrilling confrontation with Spectre. Agent Emilio Largo on on board his boat, the Disco Volante. While I will be celebrating, or we rather, will be celebrating, Jason and I, the 55th anniversary of the film later this month, I will only briefly touch on John Barry's music here from the 1999 release Bond, Back in Action, in this case, conducted by Nick Rainey and performed by the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. So here's some music from Thunderball.
and we'll definitely be picking up some more uh, of the Thunderball score in the future. Uh, two weeks from now, we've got uh, two weeks from now we've got the, uh, the the 55th anniversary of Thunderball, and hopefully you'll stick around for that show next week. We've also got well, I'll get to that at the end of the show. I don't want to give too much away right now. So welcome back to Visions and Sound. As uh, this week we are celebrating the the films, the Bond films of Sean Connery. As unfortunately Sean passed away, or Mr. Connery passed away, Sir Sir Sean sure. Connery passed away on the thirty first, and he was ninety. So you know, good life, but still sad that he's no longer with us. In any case. Welcome back to the to the show. Next up, we have music from the 1967 film You Only Live Twice. During the height of the Cold War, the United States and the Soviet Union lose one spacecraft each after they are both seemingly swallowed whole by a second unidentified spacecraft. The two superpowers are quick to blame one another for their disappearances, causing tensions to skyrocket as they do. The United Kingdom has an alternative theory, though, regarding the disappearances. However, a theory involving Japan and sends their number one spy, James Bond, to investigate. With the help of the Japanese Secret Service, he uncovers a plot far more sinister than anyone could have imagined. Now, the music here again was written by John Barry and in this case was released on the EMI label. So here's some music from You Only Live Twice.
Thank you.
And with a little bit of music from the 1967 film You Only Live Twice. That's music by, of course, John Barry. And as we're celebrating the... Um, I have to admit, in this case, that you listen to this and these... As, as you mentioned off-air, Jason, these are the blueprints yeah. for all future, all future um, James Bond scores. And uh, the DNA that's written here has has shown up in a few of the uh, of the of the James Bond scores of the future, but uh, we'll get to that in a little in uh, in later shows, I'm sure. Uh, in this case, though, um, we're going to move on. But before I do, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me. And of course visionsinsound at gmail.com you can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound all one word if you want to get that way you can also I am on the twitter at visionsound you can also find me on my on my, 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 my website visionsinsound.ca I'm also on Apple Podcasts or iTunes depending on how you look at it enter visionsinsound into the web then into the search engine and you'll find me under podcasts also visit my store on my website visionsandsound.ca for stylish visions in sound wear and mugs and stickers and fridge magnets and all the fun stuff that go with goes with that so uh, be stylish for christmas be stylish all year be warm be stylish just 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 buy the stuff you got, you got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm not going to run out. It's in a warehouse or in kitchen. It's a secret location. <laughs> to dish them out for any person who uh, asks ask for the uh, ask for the hoodies and. <laughs> precisely, precisely. Or you can even or you can even visit Eric's website and um, find yourself an archive T-shirt. Or a uh, obscure scores T-shirt as well. Who also wear an archive T-shirt, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to Visions and Sound. <laughs> as this week we're celebrating the Bond films of Sean Connery, as unfortunately uh, Sir Sean Connery passed away on the thirty-first of October. Now, last up is music from the nineteen seventy-one film Diamonds Are Forever. Connery had stepped away from the role of Bond for one film on Her Majesty's Secret Service where George Lazenby took over the role. Now, Connery was lured back for one last time, officially. We'll get into that later. James Bond's mission is to find out who has been smuggling diamonds, which are not reappearing. He adopts another identity in the form of Peter Franks. He joins up with Tiffany Case and acts as if he's smuggling diamonds, but everyone is hungry for these diamonds. The score again was written by a John Barry and was released on the EMI Records label. Shirley Bassey returns again. And here is some music from Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds are forever I need to please me They can stimulate and tease me They won't leave in the night I've no fear that they might 
While it could be said that Connery did seven Bond films, as he did one last unofficial film, Never Say Never Again, though, as many people have said, the film doesn't feel right. And so we'll discuss that another time. Well, that's all for us this week. Uh, thanks for hanging in, those that did. But before I end off today's show, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there who do care and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help out. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I never would have made it this far without the support of a large team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available in 
case of emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, and Kids Help Phone, 1-800-668-6868. All offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, Jason, in 30 seconds, can you give me what you've got coming up in in the next little while? Well, I've had quite a few bits come come out recently. I've seen my Halloween special. It's alive and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so I've got some interviews. I've, I've talked to Carlos Rafael Rivera, who's a composer of the musical the number one, number one series on Netflix at the moment, The Queen's Gambit, and he's a cool. that's going to be worth a listen. There's a couple of interviews I'm working on on repairing at the moment, and uh, hopefully soon I'll be starting on some more archives, another archives show. So, as as always, there's plenty to come from me for the Cinematic Sound Radio Network in the very near future. Cool. So join us next week as we continue into November with a celebration, sort of, of the 25th anniversary of the Bond film GoldenEye. So I'll end off this week's show with some more music from Diamonds Are Forever. And I will be back next week. Actually, we will be back next week with more Visions in Sound. (laughs) 